This week's episode is brought to you by Orlando Science Center's latest exhibition, Astronaut, featuring 26 interactive exhibits giving a behind-the-scenes look at one of the best jobs not on the planet. We'll be talking about solar bears getting bought, Ace Cafe opening on the 19th, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. Hey, and I'm Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. You're breaking the chair that you're sitting in right now. What God, stop calling me fat. I can't <laughs> help it. I'm just a big, bounded boy. <laughs> you're still growing, though, right? I'm still growing, outwards anyway. Not <laughs> so, intellectually. So we are taking the show on the road again today. We are at the Credo Conduit. Yeah, this is my office. Does that sound like conduit? I feel like that's like... I always think it's like, you can't do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I pitched that as the uh, as our new meme to try to get people to move into How'd this that new go? co-working space. Nobody liked it. Nobody liked it. When I hear conduit, I think concubine. Why? I don't know. They just, they're just kind of similar, <laughs> similar words. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. But no, I'll roll with it. Uh-huh. We're all different. <laughs> people are different. So we should say this building is... Where is this building? We're at Orange. And it's on the cusp of North Quarter and uh, Ivanhoe Village. If you are familiar with the old Hotel Sinesta, oh. is anybody? No. That's a <laughs> uh, little, little fun fact here. That's the first hotel I stayed at when I came to Orlando. Okay. Yeah. Was it like paid by the hour? It was paid. No. No. It's a nice hotel. Oh, okay. We should. We are. We are getting way far. I in, like the name of Sinesta. Sinesta. It's no longer the Sinesta. Now it's a double tree. But Sinesta. this is <laughs> Come for the. Come for the beds. Stay for the service. I don't know. <laughs> Sinesta. But this is Bungalow and the Bus, where we talk about all things downtown Orlando and College Park and Winter Park and Soto and Delaney Park. YOLO. All those places. Yeah, all the places downtown. The downtown bungalow neighborhoods. Everything that we write about on bungalow.com. The best website in Orlando. We'll just say that. All right. You like that? I hope nobody asks us to quantify that, but Brandon, yes. And Brendan, you are the editor-in-chief of that, and I am just a correspondent, a lowly correspondent. I think of you as a partner. A partner. Really? A yeah. partner? A partner. What would your partner say about that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My gay partner? Yes. Nah, who cares? You can have more than one partner, who cares? right? Yeah, in the gay world, what? So we are at the... Marry Cred- a goat. <laughs> we are at the Credo Conduit. It's a co-working space here in downtown Orlando. It's you true. may have passed it on... On Orange Avenue. There's it's that weird of, warehouse with the big windows where you look inside and it's full of tiny houses. Yeah, little tiny houses. So yeah. I have a little tiny house, a bungalow, a little bungalow or tiny house. We share it with Yelp, Yelp yeah. Orlando. And uh, that's where all the news happens. So yeah, cre- happy to be here. a little bit this place, but... It's a little weird. It was built in the 90s. Everything was like hand-painted. There's pictures of little squirrels and blue jays and things everywhere. Uh, I feel like a giant in here among these tiny houses. We're going to post a photo later of you drinking out of a little tiny cup. Too. It was a normal sized cup. I Check just have big hands. <laughs> You're just gigantor. So where, what do we got? So let, let's start off with... It's a pretty uh, eventful week. Yeah, very yeah. eventful week. Just we, uh, earlier, we, there was just an announcement from Her Majesty Barbara Palma. Yeah. Of the One, Orla- One Orlando Fund. What is it? One Pulse Foundation. This was on What's Thursday her? morning. There yeah. was a, a press conference over at... Pulse, correct? She gathered everybody together. She said, lend me your ears, Orlando. I'm going to tell you the gospel that is One Pulse Foundation. And uh, 
there were little angels in attendance. Everybody was wearing white. It was really interesting. Yeah. And so they're going to make a memorial out of the yeah. building and facility. And I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with the building. They really haven't said exactly. In case anybody doesn't know. All the plans. There was a shooting. Yeah. And it was awful. Mm-hmm. Nothing good came from that. Almost a year ago. Almost 11 months, right? Yeah. Um, of, of LGBT, Latinx people were killed in a nightclub. And so... Barbara Pona, Poma, who was the owner, uh, she was actually about to sell the nightclub. She was going to sell it. It was on the market. The shooting happened. Chaos ensued. So when the city made an offer after the shooting for, to take it off her hands for $2 million, it yeah. was valued under a million. So over twice the amount it was worth. Uh, she said no, and she wanted to handle it herself, which but, I can understand. She said yes at first, right? She did, and then there was a flip. Yeah. And now she's initiating, through this foundation that she set up herself, uh, a privately funded public memorial on private property. Yeah. Pa-pa-pa-pa. So, yeah, it's just interesting. I've never seen something like that happen before. And it's, it's, it's rare because, I mean, obviously shootings like this don't happen all that often. And when they do, I mean, I think you and I talked about this one time. They're, they rarely happen in private places. I mean, when you think back to right. mass shootings, you know, you think of Virginia Tech and you think of Columbine and you think of Sandy Hook, all public places. There have been some, but never to the scale of Pulse. And so you're in this other kind of world where there was a private owner who, you know, they, they own the property. So right. they do have some authority. But I know the city could come in i think the city if they wanted to could come do in eminent and say, domain yeah, do an eminent could. domain thing now if she's not if there's a lien and if she's i think there's like there's precedent like there uh-huh. has to be a lien on the property she has to not be paying property taxes i'm i'm i don't know what the state of that is yeah uh i do know she liquidated a lot of her other assets recently she distanced herself from the wild sides barbecue place which is why graffiti junction moved into that space mm-hmm. some sort of lawsuit thing was happening like over 100 lawsuits from people survivors and Uh families of the survivors or victims so she wants to put something there a memorial and i believe a museum of some sort right details haven't really been fleshed out yet to be fair though i mean it's still kind of early in the process super early she wants to make it very crowdsourced which is interesting like she wants to crowdsource what the community wants from this space she's got some big names on her board very lance, big names lance bass i think somebody from walt disney yeah yeah big names on the board all i heard was lance bass and uh-huh. i was like what okay <laughs> i wonder how that worked i'm sure they reached out and said hey we need you on our board let's yes. do it orlando connection um yeah so that's that's something to watch i i don't know what it's gonna look like it's a little weird to me the idea of like disaster tourism yeah like new it's orleans. not unheard of though it's not no be, there's I mean, precedence for this people you know, who 9/11, go to auschwitz and yeah. like you go to concentration camps and you people who take selfies at concentration that's camps. that's it's a whole nother so, we so can talk gross. about that a whole nother day so that's i just get worried about that but i know that when people go to pulse they are taking photos of each other uh-huh. and there and there's hashtags galore and it's it's this whole new world of like social media and morning public morning what does yeah. that look like because a lot of these places that have, um, you know, tragedies happen, there are some sort yeah. of memorial. I mean, Oklahoma City, I believe there's 168 chairs out there or stone right. chairs. And, you know, obviously the 9-11 memorial. And, and so there, there, there is a precedent to have a memorial there. 
Uh, but generally, once again, it's on a a, it, be a publicly a public funded thing and taken and over. Yeah, the so the nine eleven thing is actually maybe a good example because I, I don't think that space now is owned by a private company where the actual memorial is. I, I don't think know. The city had bought it. I think so. I don't or, know. That's a lot of assumptions, though. And I, it's just it's just interesting. The whole thing is obviously just awful in general. So I don't know what I expect to happen from it, but it's it's a little jarring to see it driven by a private person on my, uh, just it, for me, I uh, find it interesting. And maybe, and, and who knows, maybe over the next year right. or two, that could change when you start seeing plans. And I don't know. There's something morbid about like pilgrimages to things like that and relics. And there was a mention somewhere in some interview with Pomo about uh, people going to objects of historical significance from Pulse uh-huh. that people can come and visit at this new unmade unnamed museum do you i mean do you agree there should be a memorial there yes okay but objects from the club like let's be honest it was a dinky club Uh i used to go there all the time when i was a kid when i first moved here had great shows great drag shows the drinks were cheap the music was great and it was always full of twinks from like twinks are like young guys yeah young (laughs) guys I was a twink. (laughs) So like you'd go and you just party and it was fun. It was small and that's where all the cute kids went. And so that's, that's who went there, but it wasn't like a landmark. So you're saying like the museum part is maybe the, it's just weird. It's weird uh, to me. Whether uh. it's going to be like, I know there's been calls for an LGBT museum. Uh, if they're talking about, if they're, when they're talking about relics or historic things of significance, maybe those are the things that are in the orange County regional history center archives Uh. that they have. They have a whole, uh, storage shed full of things that they've been collecting from yeah. uh, from around town. So I don't know. It's, just, it's It'll be interesting to watch, and uh, there's definitely lots to talk about with that issue. Can I, can I tell you something? I've actually never been to that site. I've driven by it. Oh, really? I've never got out to go, to go stop there. I mean, I was at the vigils. I mean, I helped cover... Part of it, I, I, my job never took me to the actual site for right. anything. And I guess for me, I don't really know why I haven't been there. I, 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 it's not that I don't feel for the people. It's not that I, it, it was never somewhere that I visited. So maybe I just don't feel like it's my place to go, to go as there. you said, like, like, like a tourism thing. Like, I'm not going to go there and take photos. I would never do that. Right. I mean, I've seen it driving by, but to get out and, and be there, I guess maybe I just don't feel like it's my place to do it. I feel weirdly protective of it, which is strange because I didn't have, I didn't know anybody that died. I didn't know anyone who got shot, but I, you know, and I had been there a lot and, and I'm gay, but there was, um, there was an instance after the very first public event that happened at Pulse after the shooting was with Mr. Brainwash that guy that was an exit through the gift shop. Okay. Uh-huh. He sent a canvas that he had painted on through this like party promoter and they held an event there at the Pulse site with this thing up on the wall and people could interact with it. There was music playing. I think there were cocktails. Like it just seemed really cheap. Yeah. But there was a line around the block mm. of people trying to go there and interact with Pulse and and just be there yeah. and then interact with this minor celebrity thing that was attributed to the event. And it just felt awful. So when, so now in the back of my head, whenever I hear of things happening there, I'm always worried that it's something that's going to just cheapen the actual thing that happened there, yes. which was awful. Yes. Yeah. And people lost their lives. Right. So anyway, moving on. Yeah. We'll move on from there. <laughs> so we will keep an eye on that and we'll keep taking, you know, we'll watch it and see what happens. Cause there's a lot that has to happen with that. I and mean, there's a lot to do. So yeah, we'll, people we'll keep need an to eye be on. held accountable for mm-hmm. promises that they make. And yes. so if you're raising money 
for public things like that, then you need to know that people are watching to make sure you're actually going to spend it in the right way. Yes. All right. Oh. So. Let's Ace, move Cafe. On. Ace Cafe. Ace Cafe. Motorcycles. Total flip. Motorcycle. People love motorcycles. Yeah. So this is a new uh, motorcycle hangout. Yeah. I guess you can call it that. At Livingston and Garland. It's right like a, downtown. Right downtown. 35,000 square feet of motorcycle bliss. Uh, I guess there's going to be cool cars and stuff too, like muscle cars. First and place out of London. So this started in London. Yes. Brendan. And now there's one in Orlando. Yeah, John, it's going to be a, uh, it's the very first one in America. And then it's going to be like their toehold in the American market. And they're going to spread out across the country. I mean, they, they announced this years ago. They've been years in the works ago. on this thing. It's really tough to rehab uh, historic buildings. Yes. And so the main part of this campus this huge it's like a four acre camp what is that yeah four acres it's big. was owned by uh lou harry p lou funniest name ever uh from lou gardens fame uh, he bought it back in like the 20s and built this big compound to sell uh milling equipment really did not know that yeah we learn something every day we have a photo album up you can see i think it's 30 31 photos historic photos of the space what it used to look like so it was just a long process to just overhaul it and so they've really just done they've completed the parking lot which is going to be an event space the stairways going into it are like an amphitheater setup so you can cool. sit on the stairs and then look at cars because i guess people do that um, Some people do that. I mean, yeah. people that are really into cars. I mean, right. you're, you know, car people, <laughs> car people like super into cars. Yeah. I have an uncle that's like a Harley Davidson guy where it's Harley Davidson everywhere. My grandma died. He had a Harley Davidson jacket on. Just super inappropriate. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just interesting. So that's, are they going to have like food and stuff there too? I mean, when you say cafe. Three days. So it's opening on the 19th. And so there's, I, th I want to say there's two, there's four kitchens, two oh, on each level. Jeez. There's a coffee shop, Julius Mainel, uh coffee shop. So I think that's Italian or Dutch. I can't remember. It's some like huge European brand that everybody loves. Okay. We know you can't get that anywhere else uh, in the region. So that's going to be there. There's a BMW uh, motorcycle shop in there so you can like buy motorbikes that's crazy a leather worker italian leather worker that's where that italian thing came from before so it's an italian leather worker uh beer garden out back it's gonna be huge that's great no, i mean that's a big thing for downtown especially if they start doing like events there it'd be cool to you know i'm sure they're not going to get these giant bands that come through that would fill stadiums i'm saying but they no, can smaller ones but still like just to have cool outdoor events downtown they and kept the stage from when it was that the edge. And that was before my time. <laughs> when I was getting, I got a tour there, I want to say beginning of April when they were telling us it was going to open at the end of April, which obviously didn't happen. Um, that And one of the guys on the tour was like, hey, that's the beam that the guy from Pearl Jam was hanging <laughs> off of and he kicked all the security guys in the face. It was crazy. <laughs> um, so there's like definitely a music history there. So I'm glad they kept the actual uh stage there intact i'm just looking at their website now i mean if they kind of do half of what i'm seeing on here it should be a really cool place happen. there's a lot of the people a lot of like the management that's involved were brought over from hard rock okay mm. that's great which hey this is weird hard not not bungalow or news but the hard rock main offices are notorious like they're here in orlando right behind the universe oh no no it's the thing this is like their flagship store um where they train everybody anyway and so, but they're moving. Really? They're moving down to South Florida. Really? Something to keep an eye on. Oh, that's wink, too bad. Wink, wink. 
Nobody knows that. So yeah, so Ace Cafe is super interesting. May 19th. May 19th. Was that a Friday? It's a Friday, but it actually has a three-day celebration. They're going to have brunch early morning, like 7 a.m., coffee bar stuff. But then it goes till super late because they're going to have live concerts outside. Cool. And car shows, everything. Family-friendly things. Uh Actually, that makes me think of, we just did a doc, like a little mini doc. Did you see that about the Artagon artists? We no. Just, we released it um, from Adrenaline Films. Our friends at Adrenaline Films did a little five-minute follow-up to where some of those kids went to from yeah. Artagon. So Artagon closed down uh, three months ago? Yeah, like January. So they were out off of iDrive. I actually liked Artagon. I thought it was kind of a cool, cool. concept. I like the little motorized hippos. Yeah, those were, those were interesting. <laughs> it was a cool thing, but it just... I, it wasn't really in the right space. I mean, tourists—they don't want that stuff. They want to go. They want to go to the outlets. They were doing well. But were they? Yeah, they All were. Right. I think they just got an offer they couldn't refuse. Okay. From uh, some park developers. I All think right. that's what happened. So they just pieced out leaving all these guys in the lurch. It was really shady. The, the people running it told the vendors like, "Just leave your stuff here. You can't move out to a certain date." And it was almost like. So once you left and the doors were locked, then they owned all the stuff and they could auction off everything that was in the building. Really? Yeah, it was really sketchy. We're like the, the reports coming out of there were just insane. We were getting people uh, messaging us and tweeting us from like a closed meeting with the vendors. When people who were owning the shop or owning the mall were like, you can't tell anyone this. You're sworn to secrecy that we're closing. There's going to be just a couple days turnover. And like we immediately tweeted it out. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're the first people to tweet it like, Artagon closing. Because <laughs> we couldn't write about it because it's not our coverage area, but we could sure tweet the heck out of it. Yeah. Uh, but that's interesting. So a lot of them just moved downtown. There's like a little hub behind the Create Your Nature space on North Orange and Winter Park. They're going to be opening cool. up there. Um, so the movie sort of show or the, the documentary yeah. shows where they ended up. They did. Cool. A lot of a lot of the artists were too scared to be on camera. Really? Because they thought like the Artagon people would go after them. Huh. Um, just interesting. The whole thing. But the three that did talk were great. It's a cool little. I need to watch piece. that. I missed that one. I will watch it, though. Yeah. Adrenaline films. I'm glad they made it somewhere. Some of them. But there was a lot. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of people that were there. So I'm sure they got displaced all over. Yeah. Central Florida or not. Maybe they just closed up. Who knows? Now, a lot of them stayed local and some moved to like big malls, like Seminole Mall or something. I can't remember where, but yeah. Good. Watch the doc. Find it out. Uh, speaking of moving, did you see the hockey people almost moved? We almost lost our solar bears. We did almost lose our solar bears. So the solar bears were going to close up shop and the DeVos family who also owns the Orlando Magic stepped in this week and said we're going to buy the team and so they bought the team and they're going to keep them going which I think is a good thing I mean I know the Magic haven't been so great lately but right. you know to lose the hockey team which they went they I don't know where they ended up in the playoffs I know they lost game seven uh, in, in one of the playoff games but they did really well this year uh, hockey is just one of those things that, I mean, I like going to hockey games. I like going to the Solar Bears. I just think it's a fun environment. Yep. Obviously, it's not it's like the Grand NHL. Rapids in you. Yeah, yeah. It's mm -hmm. just a fun kind of place to be. And Wait, we're, are you from Grand Rapids? No, I'm from I'm from Detroit area. Detroit. Close enough. I wasn't going to correct you. Because the DeVosses are from Grand, Grand Rapids. Rapids. Yeah, okay. where all the Amway stuff is. But right. yeah, they sort of bought the team, saved the team from leaving and shutting down. I still and, won't say thank you. Well, that's fine. I won't do it. 
<laughs> but make- but one I think one reason well one reason I think they really wanted to keep the Solar Bears here is because they play in the Amway Center. They play at least thirty five games a year, so that's thirty five events that bring people to completely downtown. Completely valid. Comple- and, yeah, totally. Bring them to the Amway, especially when. The DeVos family is going to pay for a $200 million entertainment complex right next door that's supposed to go up where that parking garage used to be. So, you know, right now the Magic play 82 games a year, which means they play 41 at home at least. Uh, So, you know, 41 there, 35 uh, home games for the Solar Bears. So that's what, 75 dates a year plus all the other stuff. You just need people down there. So much math. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But but what I'm saying is you keep the you keep the sort of mass of people coming to the to the Amway Center, which is a good thing. And if you lose the Solar Bears, you know, what else is going to play? No, it's interesting. It's it's interesting to see one family only owning two of our professional sports teams. They're one of the few that can afford it, I, th- right? I feel like. I mean, who else? I mean, I don't know what well, they when pay. you're in the White House. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if they ever released how much they paid for the team. I didn't see that anywhere. I didn't see that either. Um, so, you know, I, I don't even know where to guess on that. I but, just heard about it too, so yeah. I'm glad I mean, you, it costs you money to run a hockey team. It might be a money loser. Who knows? I have no idea, but... They could step it up. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I mean it's one of those things that you know you go to the game because it's fun you might not go because it's it's like minor league baseball you don't always go because the team's great you go because it's something to do on a thursday or friday night and they make it a fun time do you think they're gonna throw some money at the predators ah i don't know i just think arena football is is it's a tough sell and i just don't think they're gonna do that i mean i mean uh what's his face the the guy who owns westgate he's the one who owned the predators I heard. Uh, I can't remember his name now off the top of my head. Jeez. We're terrible. I, <laughs> I met the guy in person too. <laughs> sure, you did. I don't know. I just, I'm I'm going to be watching that. I've heard. Uh, I've heard some people saying that it's going to come back. You some think people, so? yeah, in the Central Florida Sports Commission were like, "Yeah, it'll be back." Did you ever go? To, have you ever been to a Predators game? No, never. Me neither. I liked the mascot. The like the. Wait, like the like the guy, like the yeah, it was like a predator, predator. Don't you think predators kind of an odd name? From the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen with that. I mean, we'll see. David Siegel, that's what his name is. David. Oh, Siegel. I knew it. I was saying. Sir. Yeah, no, he owned the so team, close. and so they they didn't play this year. So we'll see if they come back. All right. Well, speaking of coming back, I think it's time for a break. Oh, that was so good. Right? You're learning. <laughs> we'll uh, see everybody after the break. This week's episode sponsor is Orlando Science Center's Astronaut Exhibit. The traveling exhibition has 26 different interactive exhibits that let you discover what real-life space explorers experience in their daily gravityless lives. This awesome exhibit runs through May 14th, so get out there ASAP so you don't miss out on learning all about alien rocks, radioactivity, how to use a toilet in space, and how to spot heat shield damage on your space shuttle. Go to osc.org for more information. I've seen the space toilet close up. I heard you told me. I'm glad you didn't use it. I didn't. (laughs) It's what you tell me anyway. That's true. I wanted to use it. 
everybody poops it's in serious space. business <laughs> when you're doing your business in space <laughs> i saw that that great video that you posted on our on our facebook ah that was fun i had a good time i loved it i want to go there i still haven't done it i'm hoping 14 well, yeah, like nine days nine oh i couldn't even count all i knew was it was coming up soon on mother's day is the last day take take your mother or maybe somebody who doesn't have any children around or someone else's mother yeah take somebody else's mother i'll check it out all right (laughs) uh red mug red mug diner have you been there i have i feel like every time you ask me if i've been somewhere i haven't been anywhere (laughs) but i have been my favorite new game (laughs) i have not been there i was actually take a a drink I was a big champion of getting a 24-hour diner in in Orlando or like downtown Orlando, something beyond Waffle House. Like when you say big champion, were you like at home saying to your wife, oh, we need a 24-hour diner. I didn't like tell it. I didn't like really do it. (laughs) I didn't want to have to go. I just did it on social media and told my wife. I'm an armchair champion too. But no, I really thought it was important that we had a a 24-hour diner because there are a lot of places, Brendan, around the country where, you know, it gets late. You want some scrambled eggs at, at three in the morning yeah, and i don't go? always want to go to ihop no no right. i want to do a local place mm-hmm. and i just haven't been to red mug but they're they're not closing no they just like they realized that they were just too ambitious with the size of their space yeah so they've halved it halved it cut it down the middle there's like literally a wall of paper separating it <laughs> from the other half that might get torn down by a drunk I mean, at three in the morning i'm sure it'll happen but hey it's cheap to replace <laughs> no more no, and uh moving into the other half is the ono poke shop oh or say poke, that again poke shop poke shop i keep saying poke like pokemon pokemon so ono poke shop and these guys are out of winwood winwood miami cool it's actually the owner of red mug's brother is bringing his concept up Gonna try it out here. Everybody loves poke, apparently in Orlando. I don't think I've ever had a poke bowl. I never. It's like raw fish. Oh, that sounds good. But it's like a chipotle setup. So you like go and you like choose your toppings in your bowl, and then they. You know, uh, for the longest time, I had never been to Chipotle. Okay. So they didn't have them in Michigan until like recently. <laughs> and so I didn't grow up going to Chipotle and my wife's vegan. And so like, we just didn't go there very often. Right. Although they have stuff there. I, I understand that. But then like when I'm going to go out to, when I'm going to go out to like get tacos, I, I don't really want to <laughs> go to like a, a fast food taco place. No. Although somebody might argue that Chipotle isn't fast food, but it is. It's quick service. It is. And so I just never wanted to like go there. Not that I don't think it's bad because I have been to a Chipotle since. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I just, oh, I, I, you're I a real count, boy. I can count the number of times in my hand that I've been to Chipotle. How many? Three. Whoa. <laughs> that's, that's just over half your hand. Exactly. <laughs> so like they're going to have poke bowls. Poke bowls. Do I get to pick what's in it? Red mug is going to have new menu with like, yeah, you do get to pick what's in it. I mean, is there like a bunch of stuff and I'm like, I want that. And I want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I want that raw fish. Cool. I want that octopus. That sounds good. Yeah, it's going to be good. I don't know if they have octopus, but usually they do. Are they going to be open 24 hours as well? No. No. Just red mug, 24 hour gourmet grilled cheeses at red mug now they still got like breakfast food or not yeah it's okay. all breakfast all the time great and like french dips i like french always dips french and dips. breakfast no flatbreads though i know no you like flat, well i don't say i love flatbreads no. i just think it's orlando's food or one they of also them. have a space upstairs that they're renovating just above red mug and oh no i didn't know that uh nobody knows they're gonna make it into something something big secret and then above just over i guess they own the whole building is you know where joysticks is the new 80s uh retro game store shop bar uh above that on the third floor 
is going to be this thing called Mathers Social Gathering. And that's a reference to Mathers was the name of the building back in the day. Like cool. In the 20s. Uh, that's going to be opening up this month. Is that a bar? It is, but it looks like... Upscale bar. It's like the Beast's Library from Beauty and the Beast. Okay. And then you like sip fancy cocktails in it. Nice. It's really, really cool. Really fancy? Yeah, like floor to ceiling bookshelves. Cool. Antique <laughs> like books. Like Clue? <laughs> like, I'm gonna be like drinking in the, like, the library and clue. Like someone will have monocle uh, on a little chain and, and like waxing mustaches and stuff. Yeah, it's cool. I'm I'm interested in what that's gonna be. What's your go-to bar downtown? Downtown? Yeah. Um, I like Tanqueray's. Uh, a little smoke. You sm- like they it. still smoke down there or not? Yes. Okay. Too smoky. And I me. like um, cool bar. I just think it's too smoky. Artists table. Artisan's table? Yeah, I like that one. I like that's not really a bar. That's like a restaurant. Coffee tequila. Well, I sit at the bar. I don't really sit in the restaurant. By yourself? Uh, yeah, loser. Alone in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> no, why? What's yours? Uh, I like I like Herman's Loan Office. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I do like it there. I think they make a good drink there. I like the Akuaku. Akuaku. I like it there. I think they did a fantastic job there with their tiki I like their theme. giant volcano bowl. All of them. They're yeah, we like can't on say fire. one of their names <laughs> on the radio. One of their a tiger drink names. There's yeah. a tiger and there's a F word, <laughs> but we can't say that. We won't that. say that. We're not we saying that. We won't say that. No, fudge. And, yeah. And, Fallopian. Uh, I like Stardust. Yeah. Stardust is I great. like Stardust for dancing. I don't see. I don't think of that as downtown, but. What? Yeah. It's like Thornton Park. <laughs> oh, yeah. Salviola. Okay. Well, then yeah. I like Ibar as well, too. You do? Oh, I love Ibar. <laughs> no, you don't. Ibar on Saturday night is the great... No, it is. That's so funny. I love it there. The they woods. Play... I like the woods. Yeah. I, I like... play... But they play, like, new wave music on Saturday nights yeah. at Ibar, and you just dance the night away. <laughs> I can't. I really? Yeah. Are you a oh, good dancer? Uh, no, but after a few drinks, I am. All right. Everybody is. After. Yeah. Or you no, think I, you are? I love it there. Uh, speaking of going downtown, do you know anything about this Go DTO thing? Uh, I do not. I no. don't know where you're going with speaking of going downtown, <laughs> though, but go ahead. Uh, rethink Your Commute is trying to give people incentives to bike downtown. Today was Bike to Work Day. Did you know that? Yes. Today's Bike to Work I Day. I call it Escort Mayor Buddy to Work Day. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody, you, you wake up at 7 in the morning, you bike with the mayor to City Hall. You drive Hall, to where you got to go and then first. He goes, and then he goes to work, and then everybody else is just like left to just drift back to wherever they came from. I think from. I covered the first one for the Sentinel Did you? Like several years ago because it was, he used to do it from College Park. Right. The one today was from Festival Park. Oh. In the Milk District. I didn't know that. I didn't so, pay attention. Yeah. So I, I covered the one one year when he went from College Park and I remember, <laughs> so at the time, I think I lived in College Park and because I was a reporter, I had questions and I, I think I rode my bike with them and when I got done... I think I asked the mayor's press secretary at the time, Cassandra, who was on our show Recently. sort of briefly. Uh-huh. I asked her or Heather Fagan, who is also with the, the mayor, if the mayor bikes to work, how does the mayor get home from work? <laughs> if I recall, the answer was he gets driven home, <laughs> which I thought was kind of cheating at the time. But I could be yeah. wrong. It was, I don't think that ended up he in the store. He takes his llama home. Yeah. Like no, he, something... had, he had like a Suburban at the time. Or oh, I'm sure. He had like a black Suburban. I don't know what he drives He's now. He's such a baller. Yeah. We I could... actually saw the mayor yesterday. He was at the grand opening of our new offices at uh-huh. Change Everything, one oh, of the companies I work with. Change Everything. He cut the ribbon with a lightsaber because it was Star Wars <laughs> Day. We had a good time. May the fourth be with there you. There you go. Yeah. I generally... S- 
yell out, change everything just All, to just people. Every day? Yeah. Good. Like you're, when I walk like into our, a restaurant. You're like our walking billboard. Change everything. <laughs> or like you go <laughs> when you see a movie screening, change everything. I should mention, Brendan, our company is a social innovation company. We help people with messaging, nonprofits. Yeah. Well, it's help exciting. us out. Why aren't you helping out bungalows? Because you are not a nonprofit. You don't know me. <laughs> Just because you don't make any money doesn't make you, you a nonprofit. Oh, I thought I got I got confused. So wait, let's go back to the Go DTO thing, which I totally railroaded. Oh, it's like this: you log your commutes. Your if you work downtown or live, work, and play downtown, then you just you record your commutes to downtown, and you get points depending on how many miles you've covered or whatever, how many Yay. times you log it. You get more points if you walk or bike or take the bus. Uh, you Which do get do you points get the if you drive. Points for? I think walking. Okay. Yeah. And then you get prizes for like, uh, you get little badges. So if their very first commute, you log your very first commute, you get a free popsicle from Pop Parlor. Oh, no, man. Mm-hmm. But they're about, I think they cap it, like the first 1,000 people or something to, to log it. Did I, I, did I miss the boat? I think you got a real small window, but I think you're okay. Okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I did it last year. This is the second year they've done it. Can they have public showers around town so when I bike and I'm not so, I'm not so stinky when I get to we work? We have a shower here at our conduit space. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we should say we're actually recording right now at Credo Conduit, which is here in downtown. It's a co-working space. Mm-hmm. Right on the edge of North Quarter, right where North Quarter or Uptown turns on orange into Ivanhoe Village. You're just confusing everybody. Just tell them where the tiny Statue of Liberty is. Yeah, right there where they put uh, Orlando Magic jerseys on the this little... This is where Brendan creates and uh-huh, uh-huh. does his thing with Bungalower.com. true, where I look at Facebook all day and <laughs> uh, play funny... Adventure Time games on my phone. He is a millennial. <laughs> that is the epitome of a millennial. Not job. a millennial. <laughs> I'm so old. Uh, what else has happened? And there's a call for artists. A call. Artists. Artists. <laughs> Let's do that every time. We hey, do. artists. Uh, it's called Art in Odd Places. I have been to Art in Odd Places. Yeah, I've been in you it. You were an oddity in the <laughs> Art in Odd Places. I were call you not? it Odd Art in Places, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is more accurate. You you had your urchins, right? I did. It's uh, whatever you call them. They fill the downtown arts district fills up Magnolia Avenue with like the works of probably like a hundred artists. Yeah. Uh, most of them small, like little small installation works, and it's all paid for. You it's get a little honorarium. October, I think this one's in November. November, okay. Uh, and it's juried by Julian Chambliss and Rachel Simmons of Rollins College. Okay. Julian is. A, I know Julian. Julian's great. He, he just was on our talk. He did. He was on our towny tourist recently too. We did a walkthrough of Hannibal Square. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, super awesome. Yeah, just about like, racial divides and American history. Rachel Simmons is a professor of art there at Rollins Studio Art, and she like she her practice takes her to like Antarctica. Antarctica. Well, I can't even say it. Antarctica. <laughs> You're not allowed to go there. You can't even <laughs> say the place. <laughs> I guess, sir. I can, can you even say drink the name of the continent here? Um, <laughs> so it's cool. They're looking for artists. If you have an idea, submit it. You could get like I think I got paid like three to. four four hundred dollars to do that urchin Whoa. one and i did like, like a whole year's salary I, for an artist <laughs> no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding artist. i'm starving <laughs> uh i did like a hundred urchins in front of the public library and cool. i called it street urchins what did that mean <laughs> what did you mean the, by that the theme was tone tone was the theme of the year all right what, what uh, so tone it was, did that all set? different colors 
and it was a and I called it street urchin, so a play on like people who live in the streets. So it was like a nod to my homeless peeps. Okay. And uh and also an excuse just to make a hundred spiky balls and get paid for what it. What happened to the spiky balls? I <laughs> I still have some. Okay. <laughs> we actually I put them in a dumpster that I painted like bananas. Yeah. In Mills fifty and then did a photo series with it and nice. called it a day. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But the new theme for this year is noise. 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 So it's gonna be a lot of like audio concepts. And I might be submitting one for this year too. A podcast? Uh, John, our I think podcast. <laughs> we should we can do we a live one. We should do a live one as part of it. John, great idea. I think we're gonna do something with beacons. So like, as you walk by a beacon, it triggers something on your phone, and I want it to be like stories. And so you could walk the whole path and just hear like a cool local story that we get from like the archives at the library. That's a good idea. So that's, I'm gonna, I, I want to see like those Halloween things where you walk by and it just like is a spooky ghost. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? When you go to like a house and yes. it's Halloween and when you walk by, it goes, I like want all of those whenever I do something, but they're like applauding. You know what we should do? What? We should get the guy who invented the showbiz pizza slash Chuck E. Cheese band who is from Orlando. Oh, that'd be great. The, what are they called? The Rock and Roll Express? or To bust them out of storage. God, that's not the right name. I'm going to get a tweet about it. But uh, yeah, he should do that. Out, out on, Reach out to him, John. I should. What's the name of that band? Sponsored I watched the by Bungalow on the bus. On it too. I'll figure out the name of that band. All right. Um, there's a bunch of different other things. There's some more openings, like the Glass Knife. Did you hear about this? I did. I saw a post on Facebook on it. Uh-huh. A sponsored post. Oh, you did send it to me and first. I sent it to you. Ugh. The Glass Knife. Tell me about the Glass Knife, These though. guys told me about this like a month ago, and they said, don't write about it. Don't write about it, Brendan, until it's until we tell you when. So when did they Which tell Which I never you? listened to. I'm always like, ah, I'm going to do what I want. See? But I didn't this time. I listened, and I was like, I'll wait until you give me a heads up. And then they told everybody. <laughs> These guys told everybody. Guys, that's not how exclusives work. You got to give me time. got to give me time to hit publish. <laughs> they didn't I, even give me time. I got scooped. I'm but, sorry. Oh, just crazy. So tell me about the glass knife, I, I don't even know if I want to Tell anymore. me about it. <laughs> you know that old Italio kitchen, modern kitchen space? I do. Which, did you ever eat there? No. I, I did. This is the place <laughs> I actually went to. And I, never been there. I I heard it was great. Didn't last. Eh, it wasn't. It, it closed. was okay. And now the, uh, so the replacement is based on this guy, Steve Brown, the owner, uh, was inspired by his mother's collection of vintage glass knives. Okay. And did you know glass knives were even a thing? I did not. They're like in the 20s. I think it was from the 20s to the 40s. Before stainless steel was invented, okay. they had to use glass knives because their normal steel stuff would get tarnished by citrus or they would like affect the taste of your sweets if no, you cut I it. I had no idea. Yeah. So it like tastes a little metally. So they came up with these glass knives. It was tempered glass and then it was like a broken edge, like serrated almost, super sharp. Real quick. Uh -huh. Rock of Fire Explosion. That's the ah. name of the band. So anyway... That's the name of the Chuck E. Cheese That's happened to me showbiz before. pizza band that I want to see on the streets of Orlando. <laughs> he's the guy that like that building blew up like two years ago because he was he's like an inventor. Anyway, you got to watch the documentary. It's amazing. Okay. It's amazing. I will. All right, the glass knife. Back to the glass. But knife. it's local. Yeah, the guy has a factory. Well, let's share the let's we'll share the link to the doc on our on bungalow.com. It's called yeah. It's just about the rocket fire explosion band. Okay. and it's the like the animatronic band. Tweet it out right now, John. John's going to tweet it out. So his followers can follow it. If you want to follow at John Busdecker on, on Twitter, 
uh, you'll be able to see what he's talking about right now. Yes. So anyway, yeah, glass knives, super old. This guy's inspired. Uh, it's going to be new, like a coffee, cakes, and uh, I'm calling it like a fancy granny Instagram cafe. And, like any real food or just bakery stuff? Yeah, like sandwiches. Sandwiches, tea, coffee, desserts. Okay. Uh, it looks like a dessert box, the way that they're doing it. It looked like an old Burger King to me. <laughs> you ever see old Burger Kings? They, they used to have like glass. <laughs> so old Burger Kings used to have like a... Like a glass dome in front of them. At least the ones I used to go to. Okay. I get the like, nod. It's probably not. It's <laughs> so pretty. It looks like those, like the cake boxes from uh, that Wes Anderson movie. Like the hotel. Yeah. Um, we're just blanking anyway, on stuff. It's today. gorgeous. Why are we? We're obviously tired. <laughs> then uh, tactical. When's it to open? Did they say? He said this fall. They're saying like October. I'm just going to say fall. But back to Italiano, I mean, it just wasn't really that great. No. Prime location, cool building, but they just uh, they've couldn't done make a, it. The design work for this is amazing. They came up with their own custom wallpaper based on like the imprints of stuff that you would see in a glass knife handle. Like everything was thought through. So I just, the branding's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Why are you shaking your John head? showing me a photo of what this Burger King dome Old thing Burger looks Kings like. Used to have, like. It glass, looks nothing like But the they have like thing. a glass atrium, right? A glass atrium does not. A dessert I'm not box. The whole make. Burger King. I'm just saying the glass part. No, that's ridiculous. It felt like you were sitting outside. But it looks you're nothing like it. All right. Well, this is. It looks like a Tiffany's jewelry box. To each his own. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> to each his own does not apply to people who are wrong. It does not look like that. You're wrong. I used to really like Burger King. <laughs> Don't really like him as much. We'll anymore. get you home soon to eat, John. We'll get what? you home. We'll, we'll get you fed soon. Okay. All right. Uh, do you hear about that new Baldwin Park Brewing place? We only have like three. We have done no events yet. Let's do it. Okay. Well, there's a new brewery opening in Baldwin Park. We'll talk about it next week. Tactical Brewing Co. All right. We have like three minutes to talk oh about my what's gosh, happening. So this much weekend. to talk about. So, Bike Five Cities Bike Ride starts on 8 a.m. Saturday. It's going through Winter Park, Orlando, Castleberry, Maitland, and Edenville. This is like an all day commitment. It's starting yeah, it at is. 8 a.m. at Mead Botanical Garden. Probably skip Castleberry. Skip. <laughs> So run, if you listen to Tom and Dan, if you hear me on Tom and Dan, it's my joke that Tom lives in Castleberry. Oh, right. He really doesn't. There's no, what's in Castleberry? I don't even know what's uh, in there. They had a city hall there. I used to cover it. All right. So it's it's real. <laughs> <laughs> um, their East End Market's holding a food business startup workshop, which actually sounds really cool. It's 8 a.m. till 5. Uh, it's, you can pay 97 bucks to watch it on a webcast or like a hundred bucks to go in person. Oh, I should, I should start charging people to do a webcast. It's, we should have a webcast and charge people. people. But they're learning. These are like the essential skills you yeah, need. Yeah, we're to, making people to open up. They listen to this. If, if, so if you, if you want to open up food business in Orlando and you don't know how, this is like where are you go and you get everything all at once. You go to Castleberry and just open it. Oh, just do it where nobody cares. Take it, take it to a popka. They'd love your business <laughs> out there. The sixth annual St. John's River Festival of the Arts is all weekend. This is in Sanford. It's like 150 artist stalls. Cool. Uh, we don't normally talk about Sanford, but I think this is noteworthy. It's cool. Starts at 10 a.m. Free, family-friendly walk around and shop some art, John. Cool. Uh, Orlando shirts. That's our, our merch side from Bungalore is having a spring sale at their Mills 50 location. It's at 1200 Hillcrest. 10 to 2 Saturday. You had a free Orlando United tank with a purchase of 50 bucks or a free magnet on everything you buy. They Wait, got hats. It it's right across from uh, Colonial Photo and Hobby. Oh, okay. Yeah, right there. Bottom level. Okay. Where the Bernie Sanders uh, 
political headquarters were. <laughs> Poor Bernie. I have an idea for a shirt. You think they can make it for me? They can make anything. Do you want me to tell you? Should I save my idea? No, over we the only airs? have two more minutes. I gotta tell okay. everybody. <laughs> Go ahead. Or say it really quick. I want a shirt that says uh, Lake Harriet, and it looks like Harriet Lake. Oh, I like that. All right. All right. Okay, that's it a good one. could be her big glasses, but it looks like a lake on the map. But can she have, like, goggles on instead of glasses? Sure. All right, cool. Uh, Atlas Obscura. This is this website about lesser-known cool attractions around the country. It's hosting something at the Kerouac House. If people don't know, Jack oh, Kerouac yeah. was here. His mom was sick. He stayed with her for a bit and wrote uh, Dharma Bums. Yes. Is that and uh, On the Road. And here? actually, uh, no, no, he didn't write okay. On the Road here, but Dharma Bums, I believe so, he did. Bob Keeling, I should mention really quick, Bob Keeling worked at Wesh, is leaving Wesh TV. He's part of the oh, Kerouac house. Yeah. Okay, cool. So congrats, Bob, if you're listening tonight. Five bucks. All these cool local people are going to be reading, and also their current resident writer is going to be there reading his greatest hits. Somebody, yeah, stuff. somebody lives there sort of part time and does writing. It's a cool spot. There's a uh, Cinco de Mayo thing, but it's the Seis de Mayo party at Wall Street. If you're into like pinatas and mild racism, that starts at 8 p.m. <laughs> uh, Sunday, there's the Wings for Life app run at Lake Yola at 6:30 a.m. start. If you're into running, I'm totally not running <laughs> but i am thinking about running for the chihuahua yes which is happening at uh cochina 21 24 214 214 i don't yeah, know what you're it just is throwing numbers it's, out it's uh cinco de mayo cinco <laughs> watch some chihuahuas run uh florida symphony youth orchestra is having their 60th season finale concert Those kids at the are Bob so Park. old now they're 60 years old i don't think you can be called youth anymore it's <laughs> youths all what the youths that? that's uh sunday and then also on Sunday is the 2017 Black and White Bash at Crest. It's five to eight, 125 bucks a ticket, but the money's going to Mad Cow. And as we all know, Mad Cow needs the cash. <laughs> so if you want to keep a theater downtown, go buy a ticket, help them out, and dress in white. We still got a little bit of time. What are you doing this <sighs> weekend? I'm breathing right now. <laughs> 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 Uh, this, there's some sort of Pecha Kucha get together thing we, happening, I will, right? I will maybe see you there. It's a reunion for past Pachakasha readers. If you're not familiar with Pachakasha, I shouldn't say readers, presenters. Mm -hmm. It's a format where you have six minutes and 40 seconds to talk and the slides go automatic. 20 I seconds per it. slide. 20 seconds per slide. I did it last year. You did it. I, it was the Brendan. seventh one, so years ago. You did it years ago. Yeah. We survived it. Now there's a reunion. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. I was so scared. There's another one on the 26th of May. It's the 20th edition here. At the D-Pack? At the D... Oh, don't call it the D-Pack. D-Pack? Cut your hands off. <laughs> Billy Maines is going to be there. Catherine Welch from WMFE. D-Pack, if you want me to stop calling it D-Pack, you got to <laughs> advertise with us and I'll stop <laughs> saying it. That's a good way to shut me up. We should, we should uh, on that note... We should uh, wrap this up. We're all done. Hey, thank you again to Orlando Science Center, Astronaut Exhibit. Start May 14th. Ends on the 14th. Get in there and see how astronauts go to the bathroom. Before it blasts off. Ah. We'll all right. We got to blast off. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.